How's it going on this fine Monday afternoon, Trackstar Sports family? This is your NCAA correspondent, Lathan Credit, coming at you. And I want to give you a um, quick roundup of the um, college football weekend that just passed. It was a great weekend of games. <clears throat> All right, starting off, I'm going to go through um, the results of the college game day picks. The reason why I do this is because I want you all to see how good I am against the uh, professionals and help build up some credit for myself, you know? Um, give me some credibility and let y'all know that I know what I'm talking about. All right. So up first was Georgetown versus Columbia. Um, college game day decided to throw in some random, um, games. Uh, this happened to be a SES matchup. Uh, two teams I know nothing about. Um, and I lost this pick. I picked Georgetown and Columbia ended up beating them 35 to 14. Um, Next game, another game of two teams I know nothing about. Um, I picked, I picked St. John. Um, it was St. John versus St. Thomas, the two Division three schools, and St. Thomas ended up beating St. John twenty to seventeen. Um, and also just to let y'all in on these picks, uh, Dez went with Georgetown along with Kirk and myself. Uh, Key from Key and Peel. He was the guest picker um, this weekend. Him and Coach Lee uh, picked Columbia, and they won that pick. Um, the Saint, the game of the Saints. <clears throat> Dez went with St. John as well as Kirk and myself. Uh, we lost that pick. Key was the only one to pick St. Thomas. Uh, Coach Lee ended up walking off the set at that point in time. Um, later on, we found out that he had to get dressed up to look like the Statue of Liberty and say that college football lives in New York City. Yay. Uh, <laughs> All right, now getting into the games that we know about. Notre Dame versus Michigan State. Dez, Kirk, and myself picked Notre Dame. Key and Lee picked uh, Michigan State. Notre Dame ended up beating Michigan State 38-18. to um, next game that was uh, asked about was Michigan versus Purdue. We all picked Michigan. Michigan ended up winning 28 to 10. Up next, we go to the SEC, Florida versus Kentucky. I thought for sure Kentucky had a great chance, and Kentucky played a very, very hard-fought game. Uh, Dez, Lee, and Kirk also agreed with me that Kentucky um, would have an excellent chance at winning this game. Unfortunately, Florida beat them 28 to 27, and Key ended up having Florida, so he won that round of picks. Next on the list is Florida State versus NC State. Des will win NC State. Key, Lee, Kirk, and myself all picked Florida State. NC State ended up trumping Florida State 27 to 21. Um, I say it's still a great start for that freshman quarterback. Um, hopefully, he bounces back, uh, doesn't let this loss um, get to him. And that he just um, builds up his resolve. Florida State still has a chance to win in the ACC and to win their division. They just have to play hard for the rest of the year. They are now in no-lose territory. <coughs> Bama versus Vandy. Uh, nobody was fooled by this game. Everybody picked Bama, and Bama ended up trumping Vanderbilt 59-0. to I would never have said that Bama was going to run away with that game and um, force Vandy to go scoreless. I would say it would have been a much closer matchup, but hey, Bama proved me wrong in that instance. But I did have Bama winning that one, and I 
um, won that round of picks. <clears throat> Penn State versus Iowa. Um, I was sure that Iowa was um, going to have a chance to upset, upset Penn State. Uh, I was the only one of everybody that picked Iowa. Uh, Kirk Kerbstreet didn't even uh, pick. He was an announcer for that game. And Penn State beat Iowa 21-19. It was a close game, uh, very entertaining, but just upset that Iowa couldn't pull out that upset. <sighs> Up next, we got USC versus Kyle. Key, Lee, Kirk, and myself all picked USC. Desmond went Kyle. USC ended up winning 30-20 to over Kyle. <clears throat> then it was Washington, um, Colorado. Everybody but Kirk Kerbstreet thought that Washington would win. Kerbstreet was hoping for Colorado. Washington ended up pulling it out 37-10. to I'll be right back. Jackson Sports Family, this is your NCAA correspondent, Nathan Crowley, coming back at you with more college football information from week four of college football. Um, so, yeah, um, after that um, Washington-Colorado game, uh, it was uh, us picking for Mississippi State versus Georgia. Uh, Dez went with Georgia. Key and Lee um, went, with, went with Mississippi State. Kirk went with Georgia. I, myself, went with Mississippi State. I thought Mississippi State had a really great chance, especially the way after they handle, manhandled LSU. And Georgia proved us all wrong. Um, Georgia ended up beating Mississippi State 31-3. to um, That was very eye-raising to me and very surprising. Did not see that coming from Mississippi State. And then the last game that we picked on was TCU versus Oklahoma State. Everybody but Kirk Kerr Street went with Oklahoma State. Kirk chose TCU, and Kirk was a winner in this one. Um, TCU ended up winning that game 44-31. to uh, In my opinion, they upset Oklahoma State and um, showed that Oklahoma State is very beatable. Um, just got to play them hard. All right, so the results of all the picks this week. Dez ended up going 7-5. and Key... Had another outstanding performance this year. He went eight and four. Uh, Lee went six and five this week. Kirk went six and five this week, and I myself went five and seven. Um, so far, this is the poorest week I've had, but I'm right there near the um, pros, so I feel good about it. All right, now to jump into the top 25 rankings now. So, in the top 25 for the AP poll, we got Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Penn State, and USC in the top five. Uh, Bama's number one, Clemson's number two, Oklahoma's number three, Penn State's number four, uh, number five is USC, and the coaches poll agrees with that with the um, AP poll. Now getting into um, six through ten, AP has um, Washington, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Wisconsin. However, the coaches poll do not agree with them quite that much they have Washington at number six as well but they got Michigan up in number seven and Georgia in number eight Oklahoma State is in number nine for the coaches whereas um, the AP had bumped them up bumped up TCU to that spot and they agree that uh, Wisconsin should be number 10 now in 11th is where the AP poll has um, Oklahoma State. Uh, coaches got TCU there still. 
Um, 12, Virginia Tech has both polls. Uh, for 13, we have Auburn in the AP, 14, Miami in the AP, and 15, um, oh, my bad, um, correction on my earlier statement about, um, the coaches 9 and 11, um, for the AP, Ohio State is AP 11, and the coaches have Ohio State in 9, my apologies about that, um, and 15th spot for the um, AP poll, you got Oklahoma State. Now, for the um, coaches, they got TCU at 11, Virginia Tech at 12, Miami at 13, Oklahoma State at 14, and Auburn at 15. Um, 16 through 20, it's all jumbled up as well for the two different polls. Uh, AP's got Washington State at 16, Louisville at 17, USF, which is uh, University of South Florida, at 18. San Diego State at 19, and Utah at 20. Coaches got Washington State, just like AP, at 16. USF at 17, and Louisville at 18, which is flip-flop of what the AP has. Then they got Utah at 19, and Florida at 20. Now, for 21, uh, the AP's got Florida coaches got San Diego State 22 AP's got Notre Dame um, coaches I mean yeah AP's got Notre Dame coaches has LSU 23 both polls have uh, West Virginia 24 we got Mississippi State and and both polls and 25 we got LSU and AP and Florida State Alright, so that wraps it up for the top 25. Now we're moving on to the Big 12 and their standings. Alright, so at the top of the Big 12, you got Oklahoma, TCU, and West Virginia all vying for the first place spot. Uh, right now, they're all sitting 1-0. <coughs> and vying for the fourth place spot, you got Texas Tech, Iowa State, Kansas State, and Texas. Um, they're all 0-0 right now. So... That will soon be um, decided here in the next few weeks when teams start playing each other and this they start winning and losing. And this will definitely shift and uh, be more defined. Uh, I give it probably about another three weeks before we really see who's going to be leading and um, who's going to be taking charge over the uh, Big 12. The reason why I'm saying this is because if you look at the bottom of the pack, you got Oklahoma State, Kansas, and Baylor. Um, three very impressive teams. Three teams that are very surprising that they are 0-1 right now. However, especially Oklahoma State, that will be a very different story here in the next few weeks. But only um, the next few Saturdays and how well they play these games will tell. Um, it's any given Saturday in college football. Um, speaking of which, that TCU-Oklahoma State game was a very great game, and TCU really flexed their muscles and showed us who they were uh, by beating Oklahoma State 44-31. to uh, Another notable game was Oklahoma and Baylor. Um, even though Oklahoma won like we thought they would, 49-41, uh, to 41, Baylor being able to put up 41 against Oklahoma is very impressive and a very um, great showcase of how strong Baylor really is and how lethal they can be this year. Um, especially given the fact that they've been playing poorly all year all year long. Um, I know it's only four weeks in, but 
they have been playing poorly, and it's very impressive to see them go toe-to-toe with a very well-rounded Oklahoma team. All right, notable games for the Big 12 this week is Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech has been having an outstanding year this year, a lot better than I thought that they would be playing. Um, And I really do think that they can give Oklahoma State a run for their money, and that should be a great showcase and a great shootout um, and a great challenge for Oklahoma State to really, once again, prove themselves um, to be um, the top dog in the Big 12 and um, to really help define them and their organization as well as define Texas Tech and their organization this year. All right. So moving on to Big Ten. Uh, in the Big Ten East, we got Michigan 1-0, Penn State 1-0, Ohio State 1-0. Uh, rounding up the bottom, we got Maryland 0-0 and Michigan State uh, 0-0. Now, Indiana and Rutgers are at the bottom of the pack for the East at 0-1 apiece. Now, for Big Ten West, we got Nebraska 1-0, Minnesota 0-0, Wisconsin 0-0, Illinois 0-0, Northwestern 0-0, and Iowa 0-1, and Purdue 0-1. Two teams I want to point out is um, North, I mean, not Northwestern, but um, Iowa being at the bottom, do not sleep on Iowa. Um, Just because they're 0-1 right now, does not mean that they'll be a bottom feeder for the rest of the season. Um, they're a very lethal team, and I think that they could have very have easily upset um, Penn State, which, if you look at the score between those two games, which is a very notable game for this week in the Big Ten, um, Penn State only beat Iowa 21-19. to Very close game. Very close. Um, another notable game was... Um, Notre Dame and uh, Michigan State. Sadly, Michigan State lost in a big way, but that's really does showcase you know how people feel about the Big Ten right now. They feel like the gap of talent between them and the rest of the conferences is really big right now. Um, yeah, losing thirty-eight to eighteen from one of your more um, notable schools. Who should have really gave um, Notre Dame a much better run for their money? It's not a good look for Michigan State, and they'll be able to um, prove themselves again next week when they go to face Iowa. Um, like I mentioned about the game before, Iowa's a very tough team, and I would not expect them to be at the bottom of the pack come next week. I expect Iowa to upset Mississippi State. I mean, all right. Um, yeah, like I was saying, finishing up with the Big Ten, uh, Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, um, two very talented uh, Big Ten schools going at it head to head next week. Um, that's a game that you should um, check and watch out. Um, I think it'll be the best game within the Big Ten next week. All right, moving on. Pac-12. For the Pac-12 North, we got Washington one and zero, Washington State one and zero, and those are the two one and zero teams for the Pac-12 North. Um, in third place is Stanford, who is sitting one and one currently. And then rounding out the bottom, we have Oregon, Cal, and Oregon State all 0-1. Now for the Pac-12 South, we got USC, who's dominating all of the Pac-12, currently sitting at 2-0. Then buying for second place, you got Utah and Arizona State at 1-0 apiece. 
And then rounding out the bottom of the Pac-12 South, we got Colorado, Arizona, and UCLA all at all in one. All right, so notable games from the Pac-12. We got uh, USC versus Cal. Uh, USC really showcased their um, who they are once again this week, and they pretty much put on a very commanding um, display against Cal and ended up winning that game 30 to 20. Another very entertaining game was UCLA versus Stanford, and um, Stanford um, showed once again why they are going to be a force to reckon with in the Pac-12. They gave USC a run for their money, and this week they um, gave a good beating to UCLA. They beat UCLA 58-34. So, what game should you be watching in the Pac-12 come next week? Uh, We got USC versus Washington State. Um, That should be a really great um, game. They're both... um, one of the leaders of the Pac-12 right now, and it'll be a very interesting um, game to see who will take charge and who will um, come off the top dog. Um, we also got Arizona State versus Stanford. Arizona State's on a good, lucky win streak right now. Stanford's looking very good and strong, even though their only loss in conference is to USC. Um, I expect Stanford to um, really give it to Arizona State and really prove and really make Arizona State prove why they should be um, one of the leaders of the Pac-12. And then we got Cal and Oregon. Um, should be a really great showcase of um, offensive firepower in that game. And once again, another defining game for how these two teams are going to um, end up. And with these two teams being um, Pac-12 North um, competitors, it would be even more so for them to beat each other um, because <clears throat> it will um, greater their chances of making it to the end of the road and um, hopefully you know, winning in, um, the division for the Pac-12 North. Um, it's going to be really hard for these two teams with Stanford, Washington State, and Washington all in their division. But hey, maybe they can overcome them. All right. So that's all I got for the Pac-12 conference. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. And please catch my other correspondents, um, Comrade Hilton and Tay. I'm sorry, Tay. I forgot your last name. My apologies. Um, Tay's our new SEC correspondent. Comrade is our ACC correspondent. Please catch. Um, their feeds that should be going live here in a little bit and also please call in let us know what you think of the college football landscape right now and who is your favorite college football team and why are they going to win the national title this year all right y'all have a good one signing off later what to do everybody it's your boy conrad hilton for the acc report uh let me give y'all a shout out, man. Thank you all for listening. Uh, continue to put track stars on the map with uh, the listeners and the streaming. Um, we do appreciate it. Let's get into it. Let's start off with uh, the standings in the Atlantic Coast Conference. And let's look at the Atlantic. The Atlantic looks like uh <laughs> Looks like Clemson is at the top. What a surprise. Uh, 
Clemson sitting at the top of the Atlantic Division, followed by Wake Forest, NC State, Louisville, Syracuse, Florida State, and Boston College. It's real disheartening that uh, Florida State and Boston College are at the bottom because these two teams, there there are a lot of things that they need to work on. Uh Right now, I'm I'm kind of afraid of for for Florida State. Um, everything's all over the place, and to to be quite honest, man, I don't think that they have the tools available right now to 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 actually you know stay in these games and and, and potentially win all these games. Um, but again, uh, you know. Losing a quarterback and now losing a top receiver and also losing another linebacker. Uh, they lost Thomas. Uh, Thomas is uh, number six, a uh, linebacker, and they, they lost Thomas uh, uh, Saturday for, uh, due to a back injury. And uh, I don't know when he's coming back from that. Uh, they also lost Tate, number 18, our uh, receiver. Uh, to a wrist injury and that um that's a big that's a big big blow because Tate was the only one that actually scored and honestly Tate was the only one that was connecting well with uh the new quarterback Blackman um these guys got a lot they got a long way to go and you know I would vent on them I think I'm going to do a segment just venting but I don't feel like doing it but let's go into uh, let's go into the coastal real quick though. The coastal is heavy right now. <laughs> I am liking the coastal right now. Coastal got Duke four and zero leading the troop. Georgia Tech two and one, but <sighs> Georgia Tech got Georgia Tech got pieces, and I think they can they can continue to. Uh, they can continue to battle for a position. Virginia Tech, man, you know Virginia Tech's taking on Clemson Saturday, so I am definitely checking out that game because I think that is going to be a dope game. Also, uh, the University of Miami, although two and zero, they to me they they have yet to prove themselves, and the way the coastal is looking. It's uh, it's scary. Now I skipped this other team for a reason to talk about Miami because this other team is in Charlottesville. You know the way to rally your your team is to show that they can they can keep up with the best and show that they want to be here. And all I'm seeing is kids that want to be there. Virginia, Virginia is three and one, and you know it's not a big deal right now because it's just three and one. But Virginia is three and one right now, and that says something. That says something. That says a lot. Uh, they took down. They took down a really good team last week, and um, I want to say, let me check that out. They took down a, 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 a good team last week, and. Uh, I'm in. I'm in front of my computer right now, so y'all, y'all bear with me. A Boise State team, and actually they weren't. They were in Idaho 
for this game. So they took down a good Boise State team. Well, not so not so much good. It's tough to play in Boise, Idaho. But look, I got more on the way. So stick with me, roll with me. This is your boy Conrad for Trackstar Sports. Part two is on the way. What to do, everybody? Your boy is back for the ACC report. All right, so let's get back into the mix. Now, um, see, there were there were a lot of questions that need to be uh, answered uh, this week in the ACC, and one of the questions was: Is this the is this the tough conference like uh, like they've been you know displaying it to be? And it is. It is. It's showing that. But the thing is, a tough conference does not mean that your main people need to be on top all the time. A tough conference shows that it's head to toe. It, 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 it's from the top to bottom. You can't just look to Florida State and Clemson every year because it's not just Florida State and Clemson anymore. It's Florida State, Clemson. It's NC State, Louisville. It's Duke. It's Virginia Tech. It's Miami. These teams are actually starting to show that, man, you know, we can play with the big boys. And, you know, there's there, there's no one that's going to slow us down. And, you know, I'm liking it. I'm liking every bit of it because it's needed. It's definitely needed. All right. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room, obviously, is Florida State's offensive line. Okay. One, Trickett needs to be fired. Look, Trickett, you have something to do in the recruiting process. Honestly, I remember stories from 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 my boys that who played offensive line from you. You know, yeah, you might have got a national championship line ready, but you're not getting these young boys ready because these young boys are not responding to you well. They're not responding to you. Two, offensive line. Y'all need to do better. It's terrible what y'all are doing right now. Your quarterback is picking himself up off the ground each and every game. That is a issue. That is a big issue for me. I don't like that. I Honestly, we need you to tighten that up. And three, special teams. Get it together. Stop fumbling the ball. Stop, stop doing, stop doing stupid stuff. Protect the ball. Protect your kicker. Protect your punter. Protect. Stop letting people come in and just just block stuff. Look, Florida State, all around, y'all have questions. And that defense can't carry all that. That defense is too good to be to be wasted. And matter of fact, let's get on the defense real quick. Because I watched that team play, y'all. I watched NC State play. It seems like NC State was going in fast forward and, and y'all were just acting like y'all were just slow as dirt. Y'all couldn't get to the doggone ball when it was up in the air. And, oh, referees, 
I need y'all to stop. I need y'all to stop throwing random flags and start throwing the right flags. I seen so many doggone face masks or fa- face mask. I don't even know if face mask is, is a word, but I keep seeing a bunch of face masks on on the NC State side. They kept f- grabbing the mask of receivers, of the running backs, of the freaking quarterback. I mean, cheap shots on the ground. You had this dude. Look, Chubb, you are dope. You are dope. You are a dope defensive lineman, but you play dirty, dude. You play dirty, dude. And honestly, if I if I was if I was black man, bro, you would have showed me one, bro. Straight like that. Straight like that. We would have scrapped and I'll pray for you later. But right now, bro, like that was just dirty. And y'all overlooked that. Look, I'm gonna go into the rest of it next segment, but look. We got to tighten that up all Florida State. Everything needs to tighten up. All right. Next segment, y'all going to get uh y'all going to get the matchups for the week and I think the I think the matchup that I'm really excited for right now and I don't think it's going to be a big one for uh for a game day, but I think it's going to be a big one. It's going to prove to me who is the better of the two. Duke Western Miami. Let's go. What to do, everybody? It's your boy Conrad. I'm back with the ACC report. Um, right now, I just want to go ahead and get my picks out the way, man. It's um, we got we got some we got some we got some you know top games, man. This week, man. Uh, two of the top ones, man. Uh, it's Clemson versus Virginia Tech, and then we have Miami Duke. Uh, all teams are undefeated. Uh, Clemson and uh, Virginia Tech are four and zero, and you know they're looking to show why they need to be talked about. Um, these two teams have something to prove. On one end, you have a team that's like, "Yo, we going to go back to the national championship, and nothing's going to stop us. We are that team now." And I, you know, I think Clemson. I think Clemson is headed to another. Uh, Another another um, national championship, man. The way they're playing right now, um, we're gonna we're gonna hope that they don't uh, get knocked off soon. But I I think we can I think we uh, we can see these guys back in the national championship again. I do think that they're going to be the ones representing for the for the Atlantic coast for the Atlantic of the ACC part. I think that they're going to be facing off against uh, Miami. No, I thought it was going to be Florida State, Miami, but Florida State's been tripping. But we'll we'll get to them. Um, but I am going to go ahead and cl- pick Clemson in this battle. I think they're too much for Virginia Tech. Although Virginia Tech is showing some promise, I just you know it's tough to go against Clemson right now. Duke, Miami, man, Miami. First off, Miami has a lot to prove, man. Um, one, they got to prove to me that hey, you know, we 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 the dope team. So, y'all gotta show me something, bro. Y'all gotta show me something. I need to see something, man. Straight up. Um, Duke has been showing that they are a tough team, man. Duke, Duke's been coming out battling, man. Um, you know, they 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 demolished North Carolina Central. They they uh they took down they took down Northwestern. Um, they. They beat 
a, I think, still is a good North Carolina team. And they demolished, well, they didn't demolish, but, you know, they took down Baylor. They took down Baylor, not with ease, but they took him down. You know, they, they even though it was a hard-fought battle, I think they took him down with ease. You know, it looked like they didn't have to sweat too much. All right, so for the rest of the ACC, um, like I, oh, like I said, oh well, let me pick my pick. I am going to go. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Miami because they're they're my pick. So I'm going to go Miami in this in, in this uh, matchup, even though you know there's revenge brewing on on one end or whatever. But that was two years ago. So I again, I'm going to go Miami in this one. Uh. North Carolina versus Georgia uh, Georgia Tech. I'm going to go Georgia Tech simply, even though North Carolina is my pick. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do something. I'm going to go North Carolina. I'm going to stick with North Carolina. I'm going to, I'm going to say they win this game. I'm not going to go safe. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it. Uh, North Carolina wins this one with ease. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Rice. I'm picking Rice to take down Pittsburgh because I don't see any problems with Pittsburgh. After losing uh, Connor, that was it. Pittsburgh is no more. Syracuse versus uh, NC State. I am going NC State all the freaking way. I think NC State, uh, that defensive line, again, is relentless. Uh, Chubb is that leader, and he's going to lead them to the promised land, man. Um, Boston College versus Central Michigan. I'm going to go Boston College. Uh, I think Boston College can can pull this victory out. Uh, I think they will be too much for um, Central Michigan. Uh, Louisville versus uh, Murray State. I think Louisville is going to go ahead and win this one. Another one with ease. Uh, Florida State, Wake Forest. I'm picking Wake. I'm sorry, Florida State. Y'all got y'all. Wake Forest is too ready. I'm picking Wake. I'm picking Wake. They, they're they're. I'm picking the Baptist school, man. Cause I Florida State. Y'all got y'all got show me something, man. So. This is your boy Conrad for the ACC Report, man. I love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Thank y'all for rocking with us, the track stars, man. Continue to vibe with us, man. And we are out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, what's up? This is the first inaugural show of the SEC Zone. Uh, this is your boy Tay coming to you, bringing the commentary from the Southeastern Conference uh, on behalf of Trackstar Sports. Uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, we'll start off with a lightning fast recap, then we'll get into our close calls of the week, then we'll visit the opposite of that with the SmackDown of the week, and then we'll get to our zoned out uh, game of the week. Uh, let's kick it off with Texas A&M holding, off, holding on to beat Arkansas 50-43 to in overtime. Um, A&M stays in SEC play this week, and they will host the South Carolina Gamecocks. Moving on to Tennessee, they survive UMass 17-13. Uh, to 13. Uh, They move on to face a red-hot, literally, Georgia Bulldog team this week. Um, next, LSU beats Syracuse 35-26. to They host Troy next. Uh, up next, my alma mater, the Auburn Tigers, 
with a better tiger on Saturday. They faced off against the Tigers of Mizzou, and that score was 51-14. to The Tigers move on to face Mississippi State, a team that we're looking to get some get back after a tough loss in, um, tough loss in, in Athens this week. Um, moving on to our close calls. Yes, I said calls. This week we had two games that actually uh, uh, meet the criteria for that. Um, our first one is the South Carolina Gamecocks tiptoeing past Louisiana Tech. Um, this one came down to a field goal on the end. Uh, the game changer kind of happened in the third quarter with Jamarcus King intercepted Jamar Smith um, on the three-yard line. That led to a SC score. And then um, as they rallied back at the end, the game-winning field goal um, was came down uh, to Parker White with four seconds left on the clock to seal the deal, 17-16. Uh, Believe it or not, this was this kid's first made field goal of the year. Uh, way to step up big time. Gamecocks move up to face Texas M and Conestation next week. Um, our second close call of the week came down to Florida Gators and Kentucky Wildcats. And no, this is not basketball, but uh, these are the two teams that battled. Um, looked good. Kentucky was in control most of the game. But in the end, Florida rallied, Florida rallied back uh, from a 13-point deficit to steal the game 28-27. to Florida will uh, host the Vanderbilt Commodores coming to town. Uh, and Kentucky will go head-to-head with Eastern Michigan. Now let's move on to the SmackDown of the week. This comes from none other than Crimson Tide themselves. Uh, before we move on, I'd like to give a special shout-out to defensive lineman Nefe Leleo. Hope I'm saying that correct. Uh, no disrespect. But uh, he was talking cash money grip in front of the TV cameras the week prior. Um, um, and right now, I think he owes his team an apology. Um, mainly saying that because Alabama's backfield went juggernaut. Uh, they ran all over him, and uh, even that third stream was doing very well against them in the end. Uh, uh, the offense had like close a couple of yards shot, 500 yards of total offense for the day. Needless to say, Alabama um, smacked them down. Uh, they uh, welcome Ole Miss to town next week, uh, and Vanderbilt will look to rebound against Florida. Uh, but our zone out game of the week goes to the Bulldog Bowl, if it's been coined. That I, that's my thing for it, called the Bulldog Bowl. But uh, Georgia Bulldogs versus the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Good game. Um, uh, the game looked, I know that score doesn't represent it, but it was a little bit tighter than what it's shown in the score. But uh, it was 14 to zip most of the first half. Uh, Georgia began the game with some trickeration, and uh, they got them good, uh, but Mississippi State never got the footing. Uh, Georgia defense just proved too much. Offense proved too much. Great game. Um, right now, we look at, uh, you know, like, say, Georgia. They're going to be going to take on Tennessee next week, and Mississippi State will take on, on Auburn. Uh, to give my um, um, predictions real quick before we end this segment, this first segment, uh, I definitely see Georgia running over Tennessee uh, uh, I think Auburn would get Mississippi State, but it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. Um, I think uh, South Carolina would beat Texas A&M. Um, Kentucky would beat Eastern Michigan, of course. Uh, I think um, Vanderbilt would actually rebound against Florida. Um, and so, uh, um, you know, of course, this is going to be my cupcake game. I think Troy may beat LSU. Thank you guys for joining me. Look forward to getting back with you next week. Come back to the SEC zone. <laughs>